0: Welcome to the Consistency Kills Podcast. I'm your host, Omar Situ. Together, we will discover why consistency is a critical driver for success in all facets of life and how to cultivate consistency in yours. Welcome to the first ever episode of Consistency Kills. This is awesome, and I'm so excited to finally bring this podcast to fruition. You know, it's been a goal of mine for quite some time to be able to have this podcast out, and the truth of the matter is I just didn't prioritize it. I had it on my goal for 2021, and as the year ended and I reviewed all my goals, my goals I accomplished, my goals I didn't accomplish, and my goals I didn't accomplish, why didn't I accomplish them? What was the limiting factor? Why didn't I prioritize them? My podcast came up, and for the entire year of 2021, my podcast was on a back burner. I knew I wanted to do it, I knew the content I had, and I knew the direction I wanted to go in, I just didn't prioritize it. And there was many different things, you know, there's so many different variables in life with adversity and every day, sometimes something new comes up and then things get put on the front burner, get put on as a a huge priority for you. And so I just never got around to prioritizing this podcast. So as I rolled into 2022, I said, okay, listen, this podcast is getting done this year. I wanted to get it done out in Q1, and I didn't. At the end of Q1, I realized I just didn't do the work I needed to to have this podcast out in the way I wanted. So, did a little bit of work I needed to do, and coming into Q2 was one of my biggest goals. And so now, here we are, um, better late than never. And I've always wanted to bring this podcast not just to my clients, not just to my friends, not just to my family. But I wanted to be able to have it available to the community of health conscious individuals or individuals that are on that journey to becoming health conscious. And when I launched my business a few years ago, my whole vision of what my business was going to be was creating and restoring what is most important to ourselves, our well being, our mental health which is our fitness. And fitness means something different to everyone. I understand that. It's a very relative term. But to me and to my business model, fitness means having a higher quality of standard condition to fill your purpose and your goal in mind. Fitness encompasses all facets of your life, not just physical, which most people think fitness just is. It's also mental, emotional, and spiritual. And it is to live your life to the best of your ability. You have to take conscious efforts and actions towards understanding your relationship with each of those facets. Because the reality is, we're going to have a different relationship with our physical fitness, our mental fitness, our emotional fitness, and our spiritual fitness. But we have to take the necessary actions to improve the quality of each, which will inevitably assist us in our journey towards our personal fulfillment. And achieving our maximum potential. And so, launching this business, it was how do I put all four of those into one? Because I was, in my eyes, redefining what fitness was or going into a much deeper term of what fitness is. And my job is to provide high quality resources, tools, and guidance necessary to ensure the progression in each and every facet and to guide each of my clients to a higher conscious level of thinking for what fitness is in their life and how they can have a healthy, balanced, harmonious relationship with fitness in each of those facets. And so when we look at these four facets, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, individually they each serve their own purpose in our lives and our daily routine, but collectively together They create that harmonious, balanced relationship that we're striving to have with fitness in our lives. So for physical, for example, physical fitness is more than just how you work out. It's how you work towards the total body of work within your physical temple. So it encompasses many factors that include both feeling good and looking good. And so I have what's called the big five in physical fitness, right? Which is your body composition, flexibility slash mobility, Cardiorespiratory endurance, muscular strength, and then muscular endurance. And then of course, with the big five, we also focus on nutrition, which guides you not only to perform well, but to also enhance the overall quality of your life. Because what we put into our bodies are just as important as how we work out our body. The higher the quality of anything we put into our body sets our physical self up for a more nurtured and enhanced environment. So we focus on not only creating the best body to accommodate our lifestyle, but also creating the best body to be proud of. Because it's in the process of transforming your body that physical fitness teaches you many lessons, such as patience, discipline, commitment, and above all else, consistency each and every day. And so with mental fitness, it's simple. It's the difference between surviving and thriving. As individuals, we make conscious steps towards understanding that we have the power to create an internal environment that directly relates towards our attitude, thoughts, and efforts in reacting to the external world. So with mental fitness, you're working to replace pessimistic thinking with hopeful and positive thinking that allows you to approach your solutions one step at a time. Any step we take, no matter how small, is a critical improvement to our given situation. So we want to strive to be progressionists, not perfectionist. And with a positive and open mind, we're better disciplined to complete the tasks necessary that will allow solutions to materialize. In this, it means creating self-awareness to operate with honesty and integrity while taking ownership for our life. Looking ourselves in the mirror every day and examining where we have room to improve being able to train our mind to be as prepared and fully calloused for life's unfolding moments, and finally, creating cognitive power for our mental abilities to be utilized to the fullest extent. Because with mental fortitude, we focus and execute solutions in the face of uncertainty or adversity. So if we break under pressure or lose patience with the process, it can drive us to quit prematurely. So having the mental fortitude will allow us to succeed by building grit resilience, and perseverance to overcome life's inevitable obstacles in periods of stress, discomfort, sadness, or anxiety. So with mental fitness, you're focusing on how do I create a better positive internal environment? How can I stick to my disciplined approach? How am I prioritizing my priorities? How am I doing my visualizations to focus on where I'm at and what I want in life? And you kind of tie in manifestations with that. And meditation is a huge form and aspect of mental fitness to be able to give you that peace and clarity, right? Doing I in the morning throughout the day for positive self-talk. And then one of the most underlooked pieces is reading, right? Because you're really fueling that brain when you're reading. And so when we look at mental fitness, those are the aspects we're looking at of mental fitness. And so with the next facet of emotional fitness, right? This derives from a heightened level of consciousness to adapt to any circumstance emotionally, which involves being able to regulate your own thoughts and emotions and then deliberately controlling them, not as a means of restriction, but as a way of liberation. It's not about being extremely strict or grasping onto the control. Instead, it's the idea to choose how you're going to feel in a given situation and not be hindered by emotional difficulty in situations just because you lack that fitness. This showcases that you're the only one who is controlling your own emotions And it's not the other way around. Because emotions are nothing but a byproduct of our thinking in response to stimulus. Everything we experience causes a certain emotional response, depending on how we perceive the situation. In fact, the way you're going to react to any situation depends on your current level of awareness. So to develop emotional fitness, you need what I call the big three, which is mindfulness, awareness, and willpower. And so... With the world being an unpredictable place, you cannot control what happens to you, but only how you react to it. We must first be aware of knowing what state we're in, what caused that state, and what steps needed to overcome it. And it takes a lot of discipline to continually stay conscious and maintain a positive mindset because your subconscious mind is going to grasp onto negative emotions easily. So your willpower to continue to stay enthusiastic, even in emotional situations, plays a big role. Being able to substitute external emotional coping mechanisms for internal ones will give you the power over your emotional state versus letting it become dependent on external stimulus, which most people do. And so the most powerful way to creating your life is to know you have the potential to make yourself feel vibrant and truly alive because you are choosing to do so. The key notion here is to not be governed by your afflictive thoughts and negativity, but instead Enabling yourself to maintain a positive attitude towards life and your actions. Change can happen at an instant. What's even better, as you're emanating positive vibrations, you begin to have a positive effect on those around you. Positivity, like negativity, is infectious, and if you possess the ability to bring more joy to your own life, then why not bestow it upon others as well? So each day, you're working towards bettering your emotional being to enhance not only your life, but the lives around you. And the last facet being spiritual fitness. And spiritual fitness encompasses strengthening a set of beliefs, principles, or values that sustain an individual's sense of well-being and purpose. It's about having a greater sense of connectedness to all that is around you with a calm inner peace for an underlying state of joy. From your worldviews, to your religious faith, to your sense of purpose, to your sense of connectedness, your values, your ethics, and your morals. Spirituality is an internal experience that is characterized by one's meaning, connection, and transcendence. The key to developing spirituality is to make regular, sincere efforts to finding a deeper connection and meaning in your life. This means understanding what is profoundly important to us in our lives, and being able to be enhanced to it. You're clearing out what does not work in your life and creating space for opportunity and abundance for progress, which is key and can be achieved throughout actions such as visualization, meditation, journaling, internal conversations, and much more. And there are several underlying elements of spiritual growth that are important contributing factors into your spiritual fitness, such as personal faith, your foundational values. You're more living, the gratitude you have and display, and most, impre- most important, excuse me, is being present. And these pillars and so much more will give you the baseline foundational work for progression in this facet of fitness. The key to anything you're working towards is finding the balance you can maintain in your everyday life. While focusing on the spiritual aspect and lighting that internal fire within your spirit, also understanding That the candle can be lit within others. Be the candle for others in your life, and you will see the benefit for all to enjoy. Together, as each of us are working on improving ourselves, we can also attribute energy, effort, and love towards others in their life to enhance their path. So, when we're looking at these four aspects of fitness, we see how individually they differ in some aspects. But they're also so similar, and how together they can create that harmonious balance that we're looking for in our life. And so, when I look at how I came up with the name Consistency Kills, I aligned it with my business and redefining fitness and my passions and purpose, and most importantly, my why. And my why is being able to help individuals become more health conscious in discovering and transforming themselves along this fitness journey. And so, as I look at success, and success is such a relative term to each individual as it should be, but the most important factor and variable that goes into success is consistency. So, when I look at people in my life, people I know, people I may not know, people online, that are successful in different realms, and different industries, one underlying factor that they all have is they were all consistent. And showing up every single day, doing the work that has to be done, being disciplined in their approach, and having the plus 1% mindset every day of, you know what, I'm going to be consistent in my actions and my habits to being the person I want to become, to doing the things I say I want to do, to being able to be that person tomorrow. So when I look back in the mirror, I'm better than the person I was yesterday. And, you know, it's the investment we make every day in our lives that drastically determines our outcomes. Progression and compound interest is so undervalued and so overlooked in today's society. I mean, rarely things happen in a day or a week or a month or even a year. But the compound factor of our investments and our habits daily pay dividends through consistency in our daily deposits. So I always challenge individuals to ask themselves, what consistency can I build on that I can make today in moving me towards the momentum I want tomorrow? with consistency in my actions that are continue to push me forward towards the best version of myself in all facets of fitness, right? So how can I show up and be consistent in my physical fitness? Am I going to do the workout that I have to do today? Am I going to stick to my program that I'm supposed to stick to? Am I going to do the stretches I need to do? Am I going to eat food that's going to nourish my body? And fuel me for the day that I need, right? How can I show up and be consistent with my mental fitness and put myself in a positive mindset of gratitude, blessings, and abundance, right? How can I stick to my disciplines to doing the shit I have to do even when I'm not motivated, right? How can I stay consistent with my I am's and my positive affirmations and self-talk I give to myself. How can I show up consistent with my emotional fitness and control my emotions and understand that it's internal? And how can I show up consistently with having a conscious response, not reaction, to the things that are happening in the world around me? And how can I be aware and conscious of this? And how can I show up consistently with my spiritual fitness, with my personal faith, my foundational values, my moral living, my gratitudes I hold in my life, being present? And you take that and you fold it into all other aspects of your life. How can I show up consistently to be the best husband, wife, father, mother, partner, business individual, Leader, coworker, neighbor, whatever it is, how can I show up each and every day consistently and get better? And so that's my inspiration behind naming the podcast Consistency Kills, as I firmly believe consistency is the most important variable towards achieving our personal success and becoming aligned with our passions and purpose to be able to reach fulfillment in different aspects of our life into becoming the person we want to become and into creating the life we say we want to have. And so I want this podcast to be able to utilize as a tool and a resource of guidance and educational peace. And so Each episode, we're going to be talking about how consistency can be applied across those four aspects of fitness, right? Physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. So some episodes, it may just be one topic, right? So let's say, for example, I'm talking about general movement patterns and how we should be applying them throughout our workout routines. That's obviously physical. Then let's say, let's talk about emotional suppression, and then we're talking about overcoming trauma from the past. That's emotional. Then we're talking about how can, we, how can we become more disciplined in our approach and our habits, and that's more mental. Then we talk about personal faith as it pertains to our values and our morals being aligned with who we say we are and our actions, right? More spiritual. So some of our topics on the subject for that specific episode might only be under one of the facets, might be all the facets, might be something more broad. But that's the kind of idea and premise of what this podcast is going to be. And so my whole idea behind this episode here is just to be able to give you a brief background and laying some of our foundational bricks, right, for what this podcast represents and the direction it's going to be going in. And I'm also really excited to be able to bring other health conscious and other professionals on here as well as I know there's some amazing people in my life that I know. and I know there's a lot of amazing people that I don't know, but um, I want to be able to bring some of these incredible individuals that I've had the blessings of having in my life to be able to give you Different perspective, different points of view, other educational pieces, things that are going to relate to whatever they're an expert at or whatever they're a professional at, because I think it's going to add value to everyone listening to this as well as me. So I'm really excited. And so thank you for listening to the first episode of Consistency Kills. I look forward to the next. I just want to take a minute to say thank you to my family, friends, significant other, mentors, and other individuals in my life. I've been blessed with so many incredible individuals to be able to inspire me, motivate me, and push me to not just become the best version of myself for my goals, but to become the best version of myself to enrich the lives of those around me. And so I just want to give a minute of gratitude to say thank you. I love you and I appreciate all of you who have been here for me through Thick and the Thin. And for those of you who've pushed me to bring this podcast to fruition. I appreciate you and you're part of the reason why this podcast is here. And so one of my favorite mantras, I have a band that I wear on my hand right here as I look at it and it says, be the change. I always think be the change in such a broad term, but you know, be the change you wish to see in the world. So today my message for everyone is to be the change you wish to see in the world and to inspire others to do the same.